following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew. They're one of the world's top accounting, CPA, and business firms. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state. And Josh and his team are based in downtown Grand Rapids at the Dorn Mayhew West Michigan office. Thursdays on the Huge Show are presented by Dorn Mayhew. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on a Thursday statewide broadcast. The only syndicated afternoon sports radio show in this state. You can join in at any time on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. 19 stations on the Michigan Sports Network carry this show. Go to thehugeshow.net for the station close to you and also on the iHeart app. Or anywhere you download podcasts, search The Huge Show, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Jeff Risden uh, in studio for another hour talking Lions offseason. We'll also get to the NFL draft at the end of April in Detroit. I did see Super Bowl week. They gave you the preview of the Lions draft was set up. I don't know. It was in a warehouse? Was that out in Vegas? I don't know. Where, where was that? It looked pretty I cool. I think it was co-opted from last year's stage. Um, were, they, were, they, were they in Kansas City last year? So they, they do it and take a photo at the end yeah, to, and then the, yeah. to show it next year. It's going to look like yeah. this. And, and it, it's pretty straightforward. We all know where it's going to be. It's going to be in Campus Martius Park um, down to Hart Plaza, downtown Detroit. That whole area in between there will be like a draft village. It's cool. If you've never been to the NFL draft, I do recommend you go. It's free. You don't need tickets. You can get tickets to be in the, the Selection Square area. My son and I did that in the last year. It was in Chicago. Um, I put my media credential for a day, played dad for a day. Uh, my son's a big Texans fan. He was the only Texans fan there, so we wound up getting on national TV a couple times because they you know they come around and hype you up. So uh, it's kind of fun to do that. If it's great, There's all kinds of activities for kids. You can do combine activities. You can you know run the 40. You can you know, do the high the vertical jump and all that. So it's, it's fun. They usually a lot of vendors. Um, actually, if to go back to the, the first year in Chicago was when the Greek yogurt craze was just starting and Oikos was one of the sponsors. And I got like probably 25 free Oikos yogurts that weekend. It was great. Just eating them like crazy. Yeah, right? that was all I ate. Was that uh, was that Grand Park where they yeah. did it? Yeah. yeah. Right. And they, they do a great job with it. Even the year it was in Cleveland, the weather was miserable. The Saturday of that draft, it was 40 degrees and raining sideways. And people still had a really good time. I think it will be a monster crowd in downtown Detroit. I'll be there on night one of the NFL draft with Bull Rush Sports. And NFL PA agent David Gregory is hosting a private event at the Caucus Club, which is just a few blocks That'll be great. Uh, from the site. So we'll be down there doing the show, talking about the draft. Uh, from that draft, and we'll get back to Lions free agency before we're done. But the Lions and the combine that starts in less than two weeks down in Indy, uh, we'll be looking at that pick 29. They can always trade up. I mentioned four picks in the first three rounds. But the story of the combine, Harbaugh's final squad at Michigan, 18 invites to the combine led by J.J. McCarthy and Corum. Yeah. That O-line for the most part. Defensively, even guys who are role players, they eclipse a record of 16 by LSU. 
And the question is, do you think all 18 will be drafted? Probably not, but a, at least 15 of them will be. And Harbaugh made that prediction last August, I think, at the Big Ten Media. Yes, he, he did. Last July. He did. At the Big Ten Media Days. He, he, was, he was right on it. And there's a couple of guys that I think, I think Junior Colson's going to go higher than people think he is. He's got a shot to be one of the first two linebackers off the board. Really? I don't think people see him that way. Uh, and some of that is just a function of the way that Michigan used him. And that's not to say that it didn't work because obviously they, they had a perfect season. But it didn't really showcase what he does. Uh, and I think, uh, I think the NFL is a little bit higher on him than, than what fans might think they will be. Um, A.J. Barner is another guy. Tight end. Um, got to talk to him down in Mobile. Uh, found out that he used, uh, he's from Aurora, Ohio, which just happened to be where I lived for some time. So got to catch up with him. Good to see you see him get in there and uh, Indiana transfer. He's uh, very proudly Michigan, though. <laughs> and he didn't play a lot. He, well, you know, he was a role player. And again, when I saw that list of eighteen, it just tells you that Michigan, for the first time, I believe, in school history, and it shows in winning a national championship and beating Alabama and crushing Washington in the college football playoff. That at least for last year, they got to the level where they were there with the Georgias and the LSUs and the Alabamas and the Ohio States. The entire goal of what the Michigan fan and university wanted when they hired Harbaugh. They they raised the profile. They're getting the, the NFL caliber talent in there. That's how you win in college football these days. Michigan is there right now. It's going to be interesting to see how well they maintain that. Um, they have the facilities. They have, the, obviously, the school. They have the tradition going now. It's back. But uh, we'll see. The, just, just the function of this many people going in this year means that next year might be a little bit lighter um, for, for draft purposes. But you know, Georgia this year doesn't have nearly as many as they did last year or as high. Um, they have actually Kamari Lasseter, their cornerback, is probably somebody that Lions fans should get to know for their potential first-round pick there because uh, he's a guy that fits what they want, fits a lot of what they want, as an outside corner. Um, but beyond that, I mean, Lad McConkey, I mean, Amarius Mims will be the highest Georgia player taken. But beyond that, like, there's not a lot of the lower level, like the day three guys. There's a lot of the day three guys from Michigan here I'm looking at. You know, guys like um, uh, Drake Nugent is a guy. Uh, Samer still, I think, is going to go higher than that. Josh Wallace. What do you think Samer still will go? I think he's a solid day two pick, second, third round. Uh, he's a slot receipt, a slot corner. Who also has return ability, um, and his agent is marketing that already. So that, that's how that works. <laughs> uh, JJ McCarthy is the biggest name out of those eighteen invited to the combine. I think this combine will be really big for JJ. Absolutely, and he will be one of the big centers of attention because going into this draft process, a lot of people were really high on Bo Nix and Michael Penix as potential, you know, first round quarterbacks. I think that's cooled a lot, especially with Penix. Uh, between the age and the injuries, I think you're looking at a guy that could possibly fall out, out of the first couple of rounds. Somebody is going to need to fill that bill. And at the Senior Bowl, we saw that Knicks didn't really play all that well down there. People don't trust Spencer Rattler, who's like the next in line with that, or Michael Pratt out of Tulane, who wasn't very good, quite frankly, down there. Um, so there's an opportunity for J.J. to really assert himself and be the third or fourth quarterback taken in this draft. And that's a top 10, top 12 pick in this draft. So he's, you know, he's weird to me because I 
people people think we're crazy when we talk about him that late, and I, I I understand why because he doesn't always make the fastest decisions. He doesn't process the information as fast as I would like him to. But he's got a good arm. He's he is smart pre snap. He's very good at understanding how to run the team, distributing the ball to a, a wide group of different types of receivers. That's an underappreciated skill. One of the things that has hurt Bryce Young when he came out, he didn't know how to throw to anybody that he hadn't thrown to before. Like he needed that chemistry. Like JJ can pick those things up pretty quickly. That's that's tough. What's interesting with the Vikings picking. At 11, one mock I saw them taking J.J., they could go sign Cousins for two years. Okay? Go sign Cousins for two years. J.J.'s still young in terms of NFL years. And they give Cousins his $90 million, right, for two years, which is still below market value. And he's there uh, getting J.J. McCarthy ready, the Former Spartan will take care of the former Wolverine. That's a likely scenario if J.J. is still there at 11. Right, and that's sort of what happened in Kansas City with Mahomes. They drafted him knowing that they had Alex Smith, Pro Bowl quarterback the year before. They drafted him anyways because they saw the long-term potential there. They saw that Alex Smith might not be the guy who's going to get him over the top. They Mahomes sat his entire rookie season. He started their last game, and they're like, okay, we got something here. Um, we'll see you. And uh, that, that could very well happen with Kirk Cousins, although there's a lot of talk out of Pittsburgh right now that Cousins is going to go there. I think that's more aspirational on their part, but we'll see. <laughs> and you could look at, if you want to talk about Cousins going to the Steelers, that Minnesota might say, we have, we have Jefferson, you have Addison, you have Hawkinson, a young quarterback could step right in and do it. And yeah. they and they take JJ and they don't need to pay him. They sign the Hunter, right? Resign Hunter. Their line isn't bad either. That's, That's what I mean. They have one of the better right tackles uh, in football. How They're, about this scenario with JJ? And a report yesterday talked about that the Chargers may trade two of their top stars. Harbaugh is picking. Uh, you look in one, they had him trading up to five, the other at six. Jim Harbaugh could save a lot of cap money, and they're strapped when it comes to the cap with the L.A. Chargers, and he reconnects with J.J., and they finish their football careers together in that L.A. something else. That, that would require moving Justin Herbert, and I can tell you there's a lot of teams that would be interested in having Justin Herbert. And the Lions would be interested in having Justin Herbert. That guy's great. So, but you, <laughs> And there would be interest. You're Harbaugh, you're L.A., there's no fan base on top of you saying do it right now. You had Herbert, and they didn't – They uh, another coach is gone, okay? I'm looking at these scenarios where Harbaugh, the Michigan side, with a guy he won a national championship, he sits there at a podium and he says, you know what, they got good return for Herbert. They, they eases them up on the salary cap, right? Absolutely. And get rid of Khalil Mack in the process too. Get some. And we're gonna and you know, and he can save. He can save Eckler. You got a running game. He, maybe even Keenan Allen. And you have JJ and Harbaugh together. It it's, he'll be there. Okay, where are, so they're, the, they're at what eight? And they have him like trading up. Was uh, they're at six and one? I see. Five and the other. So that, that seems like... Yeah, I haven't done a mock draft in a little bit. On, so, no, no, but I'm just saying with Harbaugh, <laughs> we'll have the options for him to know he'd have J.J. for five years, let's say. 
That, and now that would be something that you would have had to have talked about going into this situation, though, if you're the Chargers, because you've got you've got Justin Herbert, who's one of the top three or four young quarterbacks in the league. You cannot just abandon that without having a, a real well-thought conversation and plan. Well, but your plan has to also include where you're at with your salary cap. Right. That story that leaked, that two stars must go. They could do more than that, actually. Uh, they are- right. That's where, so you, you ease the salary cap. You have the young quarterback that has some name value because he just won the national championship. You have Harbaugh, who, unlike other NFL cities, I don't think there is, from L.A., from whatever the Charger fan base is, I don't believe there's people saying he needs to be 12-5, and 11-6 this year. I don't think there's that pressure on him, especially when you've got the, the reigning two-time Champs in your division, I think the Raiders. I think the Raiders are going to be a little bit better than they. There's have another, been. and there's a Raiders. By the way, here's Harbaugh, Mister Competitor. Raiders are picking at thirteen. Yeah. You don't take JJ. Guess right. where he might end up? Yeah, playing exactly. against you. Yeah, in the AFC West. Yeah, you can you can get JJ McCarthy, or you can ride another year with Aiden O'Connell. How'd that work out for Purdue back in the no, title taking, game a couple years ago? <laughs> one of those quarterbacks will be. Taken by the Raiders, and they might reach they, out they to Pax Jr., right? They have to take a quarterback. They they can't not. Is there any free-agent quarterback they could grab that would be worth paying where they wouldn't have to use their first-rounder I mean, on them? Ryan Tannehill's out there. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, it's it's not a good time to need a quarterback. Zach Wilson, if you believe in reclamation oh, projects. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I mean, J.J. McCarthy seems like a steal right Justin now. Fields could be had. Well, and there's and 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 that's an interesting one. And that's the Steelers. When you mentioned Cousins could be going there, yeah. Could you get a deal where the Steelers want to lock up a veteran? They don't want to take a chance. They release Trubisky. Yeah, Pickett obviously doesn't look like a. He can stay healthy, and he doesn't have the arm strength. Right. That's an understatement. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I'm he's, he's not what good. <laughs> what I've seen. So you get Fields. You get a running quarterback. Control the clock. They 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 don't play forty eight forty five football. In Pittsburgh, I, I and also what you know, Caleb Williams. He's from Washington. The Bears are locked in on picking him. They're starting over, and the coach is still unsure with him. I'm, you know, my lord. Washington had to settle on a coach. They got all basketball guys in the front office that Ben Johnson didn't like, reportedly. Right? Yeah. Well, they did just hire Lance Newmark from the Lions. So good, good. By the way, good for Lance. Uh, he was with the Lions. He was a Millen hire, like original staff Millen hire. Has worked his way up. Kingsbury's offensive coordinator there. Yes. It was good to take the Raiders job and kind of backed out. Yeah, he he didn't want to deal with uh, the Raiders ownership. And also the uncertainty at quarterback. If you're an offensive coordinator, a guy that want you want to show people you can be a head coach again. Yeah, now now you got the number two pick. You're going to take either uh, Jaden Daniels or Drake May. I don't know which they're going to take. I wish I did. But uh, it'll be one of those two. We'll see. We'll see. So what, where, where, do, where does Fields go then? Who are the takers? Atlanta is still out there. They need somebody that's better than. Uh, it seems like the right fit that he's from there. He, <sighs> he goes home. His family, friends see yeah. him. They have some weapons. I still like. I still think there's a good quarterback at Justin Fields. I really do. So I, do I. I don't. I don't think that. Well, first off, they had Luke Getzey was just a train wreck of a coordinator. How do you design all of your pass plays to have? Receivers running at each other, bringing defenders, more defenders into the throwing zone than, like, it doesn't make any sense. 
Then again, I saw him play quarterback at Akron back in the day. He wasn't very good at that either, so maybe maybe he never learned. You know, I'm looking at Williams and, um, and some of the mocks at CBS yeah. Swords. New Orleans is another one to keep an eye on because they they are really close to throwing in the towel on Derek Carr. From what I from when I talk to people, Saints people down in Mobile, uh, they don't like him. <laughs> well, there's talk that the Giants might throw in the towel on Daniel Jones too, right? Yeah, hey, look at these teams that are like the Bears and the Giants. Who are starting over again? It's a, it's kind of like watching what the Pistons are doing right now and getting rid Ugh. of Killian Hayes, and it, you're starting over again, and you're trying to buy time. You really think, as a franchise, that your fans now will say, "Well, we're going to need some more time." I don't buy it. Bears fans, you got one year. That's why the Caleb Williams thing. I'm being honest. I thought Fields played well enough. If you're a coach trying to save your job, do you want to bring in the rookie or do you want to keep Fields? I would have kept Fields to hope I could go uh, and make the playoffs. I would right? keep, I would absolutely keep Fields over Williams because everything the Bears fans don't like about Justin Fields, you can say the same thing. I about think Williams, cold weather. I don't Williams, see his style working there, dude. Williams is not a guy who can stand, reliably stand in the pocket and deliver the ball when and where it needs to be. And that's exactly what Bears fans hate about Justin Fields. Now, Williams is phenomenal at moving around. He's got that Russell Wilson gene where he's just a mad escape artist. He's got unbelievable arm strength thrown off the run. But if you ask him to win from the pocket, he, he hasn't shown he can do that. Here, here's why I believe Chicago is infatuated by Caleb Williams. They missed on Mahomes, and they think Williams is Mahomes' light, and we're not going to miss on him again. Bad weather, outdoors. I know there's talk they may actually move into a retractable place, but right now, on the shores of Lake Michigan, I've never liked all this talk with Caleb Williams being the overall number one pick. To me, I would have kept Fields. And I go after Marvin Harrison Jr. That would have been my overall number one. He's he's easily the best player in this draft, Marvin Harrison Jr. And he it's could not, make and he could make you know with the right coordinator, he could make Fields look better. He will be my highest graded wide receiver since Calvin Johnson. They got him at four and uh, you know uh, four three or four uh, in these mocks. And again, you got Drake May. Uh, the North Carolina quarterback, who I like, but he's that typical prototype. There's there's a lot of work that needs is to be he, done with Is Drake he Will May. Levis, right, again? Yeah, and, well, and Levis was another guy that I was sort of skeptical about. He played pretty well, given the circumstances in Tennessee down the stretch. That, enough that they can roll with him going forward for a couple of years. Yeah, looking at these mocks from the Lions. Yeah. I like Jaden Daniels more than yeah. I like May. I like Jaden Daniels, too. I the the problem with Jaden Daniels is that he's 185 pounds soaking wet and doesn't protect himself very well. Um, but as, as his final year at LSU, like you watch the tape on that, he does things that the great NFL quarterbacks do and, and doesn't doesn't effort to do them, doesn't labor to do them. He's so fast. That's, that's going to be... It, it, it'd be tough for me. It'd be tough for me if I needed a quarterback in this draft to say I'm taking this guy instead of Jaden Daniels. Uh, there, there is some risk with him. But the obviously, Bears but, aren't going to pass on Williams no, the, because the, they, if he becomes another Mahomes, they already missed on Mahomes. Yep. Right. So one of the things you were talking about the the gambling things earlier, you're gonna start seeing very soon where you can bet on who's going to go number one. And I wonder if like I, actually the odds are out already. It's like negative twelve hundred for Williams to go number one, and the next one is May, and he's like plus 700. Like, 
it's pretty well certain that he's going to be the number one pick. And everything you hear out of Chicago, um, if you're driving down that way and, and listening to the radio, they they already know it's Caleb Williams. That's it. I don't see it, man. I don't. I mean, that's 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 their choice. Uh, that's not the choice I would make. But he you kind know. of quit on the season for his. I I I don't see it. One note from the CBSSports.com mock drafts. Uh, Brian Murphy or Byron Murphy Byron the Murphy. second out of Texas defensive lineman. Both had the Lions taken a D lineman, Darius Robinson out of Missouri on one side, Byron Murphy the second on the other. I don't think Murphy's going to last that long. That'd be nice, though. But I'll tell you about if you liked Ziggy Ansah, you will probably like Darius Robinson. The, he's, he's a guy who moved from inside to outside. He plays at about 280, was a 292-pound 5-tech. They kicked him outside more. He can still win with power on the inside. Showed us in Mobile he can win around the edge, too. He's got a really good stiff arm. Uh, the Montez Sweat pass rush, the one-arm jab and working off that, he can do that. It, he, he made himself some money in Mobile. Made, opened my eyes to the potential of him being the number 29 pick. I don't know if he's going to be here. I don't know how the Lions feel about him yet, but he's somebody you got to consider. Hey, they have him at 29 in this mock draft. He's a rising yes. player. By the way, all the rising players, you want to follow the NFL draft coming to Detroit. Uh, Draftwire on Twitter, uh, also on Facebook, online. Uh, Lions Wire, Twitter, Facebook, Jeff Risden at Jeff R-I-S-D-O-N. Jeff also is one of the co-hosts on the Detroit Lions podcast you can see and hear weekly on YouTube. Joining us in studio here on the Huge Show across Michigan. If you have a Lions comment or question, you can drop it at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and also via text. Just text HUGE to 21000. The texts are free. You can text us anytime you want to. Speaking of texting, if you would like to enter to win Lomas Brown's tricked out custom Lions golf cart from Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, Michigan's go-to destination for custom golf carts, West Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart dealer, uh, just text IMPACT, I-M-P-A-C-T, to 21000 and you'll be in the drawing this summer during the huge golf event at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. And if you're looking for your own custom golf cart for the neighborhood, your business, the golf club, the lake house, see Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. will work with you on anything you want. Color, style, music, video. You need a weather app, whatever it is. Uh, go see Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. 14-mile road in Rockford, just north of GR. Follow them on Facebook. And if you want a shot at winning Lomas Brown's Lions golf cart, text IMPACT to 21000. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. 
Two big stories this week in the world of college hoops, one of which is Indiana State. The Sycamores came into the week ranked 23rd in the nation. And the significance? This is the first time since Indiana State has been ranked in the top 25 since 1979. And you know who's on that squad? You guessed it right, Larry Legend, Larry Bird. They were 22-3 entering this week. And good for the mid-major doing major things out of the Missouri Valley. In other news, the Ohio State Buckeyes have fired their head coach Chris Holtman as of yesterday with $14 million and four years remaining on his contract through the 2027-28 campaign. The Buckeyes lost for the ninth time in 11 games on Tuesday and haven't won a road game since January 1st of 2023. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests to come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions, and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break, vacations, and even the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. That is theurbanu.com. The prepping season is underway, and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip, that spring break, or the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. The Food District is now open. There's something for everyone. From Baba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are cruising into segment two, hour three, on a Thursday broadcast presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top accounting, CPA, and business firms, world headquarters in Troy, Michigan. Josh Garvey is managing shareholder for the West Michigan office in downtown GR for Dorn Mayhew. Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire joining us. Busy time of the year. Combine in a couple of weeks. So the Lions now, not being a doormat, being a top five team in the league, now in the elite category, penthouse, what will the combine and free agency be like, even leading up to and through the draft? You kind of got a feeling for that at the Senior Bowl. What do you expect now next at the combine in two weeks down in Indy? Yeah, I think they're going to be looking at players that fit what they want and they are going to be more selective than ever because they have the ability to do that. They they don't need to take the risks like like last year. At this time last year, everybody thought they were going to be interested in Jalen Carter. We learned 
pretty quickly at the combine last year, even before Carter had his thing that they weren't, they didn't like him. They just didn't like his football character. So we, we as the Lions media and draft media are figuring out what we can look for in players when we're talking to them, when they're giving their podium interviews um, that sort of disqualifies players. Um, Christian Gonzalez is another guy that I think a lot of people were very interested in for the Lions last year. And the Lions just, they just weren't that into him. Um, it, it didn't see him as a guy that fit with their football culture. And uh, I don't think he can complain about what the Lions drafted last year. My goodness, the, the rookie class that they got. But that's what we're looking for is guys that are, you know, sort of fit the grit is the, the Ooh, term. I like that. Fit the grit. Um, and, you know, it sounds like an MC Hammer song. It really does. Too legit to quit. There you go. Too legit. Yeah, you got the hand signs right, baby. Too legit. That was uh, to that w- fit the grit. That was the. We got to get the. You know, you, you know, you're too fit. You're not too fit. To yeah. Fit the grit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So we're white guys rap, and we're doing a good job on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was pretty strong. That, that was that was wonderful. So so a Lions fan. A halftime show. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Watch out, Usher. He got some. <laughs> got some competition here from. Uh, Rizzy and the Hizzy with Huge Boy. What's up? Uh, Lions fans that watch the Combine. Yeah. Obviously, the focus positions will be defensive line, edge rushers, corners. Corners and offensive line. And offensive line. That's where you need to be looking. Uh, so those are the, when throughout, check the schedule, when it's going on down in Indy in a couple weeks. Yeah. Those are the things you want to see. Yeah, the defensive backs go first, I want to say. I don't have the schedule in front of me. We, we learned the full schedule next week. Um, I'll be down there from probably the Tuesday through Saturday. Um, it's actually quite boring if you're there. Because you're sitting in Lucas Oil Field watching these guys, and it's not heated. They don't turn the, the heat on in the building, so it's cold in there. It's very it, sterile. So if it's, it's 15 degrees outside, they won't turn the heat on? Uh, they haven't in the past. <laughs> it, it's, it's, Is that Ursa being cheap? I, I don't know. It's it's just it's not it's not designed for fans, especially the, the on-field work. Maybe they didn't pay their Indiana electric bill when they got the second text that said your bills do. It very well could be. They, that's being cheap. That's what it that is. is. Uh, it, it, it's fun because it's, it, if you've never been, Lucas Oil is a beautiful state. It is. I've been there. It's a fantastic place. Easy to get to from Grand Rapids. It too. is. I, I love going down there. I, I pray to God they never move the combine. I, I go out of my house. I drive two miles west. Turn left on the thirty-one. I don't have to get off the road. <laughs> I'm there <laughs> for a little. Over I don't three think you'll ever move it. I love that. They're they're trying to. Um, they have signed a lease now through 2025. Downtown Indianapolis is so perfectly designed for convention stuff like that. They do a great job Back with then it. Championship games, they, yes. NCAA tournament. Yep. I'm I'm down Final there with fours. for volleyball stuff all the time. Basketball stuff all the time. It's a great city to host a convention in. All the medical stuff is compact. You got St. Almost there. You got a bunch of really good restaurants downtown. Hotels are reasonable. It's it's a perfect place for it. I, I it's one of my favorite weeks every year. It's one of the, when you do what I do and I work remotely. I don't get to see my friend, my work friends very often. The Senior Bowl and the Combine are the time that I get to do that, and that's that's always enjoyable too. But we we'll be watching cornerbacks for sure, uh, and there's. One of the things that we picked up on in Mobile and the guys that the, the – the, so the Lions' presence in Mobile was limited because they were still playing. 
Um, the none of the main position coaches were there or anything because they had played in San Francisco on that Sunday night. But the scouting staff was there, and one of the things that we noticed, we're trying to you know, spy on them, like, who, who are they watching at this practice? The cornerbacks weren't big down there. Um, and Quinion Mitchell was just phenomenal. He's going to be long gone. He's um, out of Toledo. Yeah, he's, he's going to be a top 15. He might be a top 10 pick, believe it or not, coming out of Toledo. Uh, just a great player, incredible swag. Um, found out as a Toledo Rocket, I told him, you know, you know, I'm an Ohio Bobcat, so I'm rooting for you. He's like, oh, I'm sorry about what I did to your team. And then he kind of winked at me like, oh, this guy got swag, too. Like, I like this. <laughs> so what goes on? on uh, you're down there Tuesday through Saturday. Yeah. NFL teams are there. They do interviews. Well, yes. What's that process like? Who's in when, when, for instance, a guy that the Lions or guys, plural, will like corners, D linemen, speed rushers, uh, that uh, – the edge guys that will be there, uh, offensive linemen. Uh, how many interviews do they do? What are those interviews like? Right. So every team can interview every player that's there. There's 321 players. They get 15, I think it's 15 minutes with each team. Um, and they, they just blow through this. I actually got to talk to uh, Deontay Banks, um, who was a potential first rounder for the Lions last year, cornerback uh, out of Maryland. And he went through like who he met with in Detroit. He did it off the record for me. But it was Dan Campbell was in there. Um, John Dorsey was in there. Chris Spielman started in there and then left. Um, Aaron Glenn was there. And two members of the scouting staff were there. And they just had him, they showed him his highlights. They asked him to draw on the board. Like, if, if we're in this coverage and, you know, this is the call, what do you do in your position to see if he, you know, studied and prepared for it? And he did. He's a good player. Uh, so that that's sort of what goes on. A lot of times they'll, they'll want to show you the, your worst play. Like, what were you thinking here? Like, why did you, why did you make this decision? Uh, that's especially big with quarterbacks. Like, why did you make that throw? So they set up a room where they're just on the big TV probably. Yeah. In, in that hotel room with the yeah. guys sitting there yep. with the coaches. And then if they're more interested in that, then they will squirrel away and like, hey, let's – Let's meet at this restaurant. We'll take you here. Let's let's have breakfast here tomorrow morning, something like that. And you can get a little bit more time with them off off the record. Um, so you guys are watching to see what players are meeting with teams, and you're like, that means true story. If, if the, it goes to meals, there's interest, right? I was in the Denny's in downtown Indianapolis, and the New York Giants sat down with Daniel Jones at the booth behind me. They were, my back was. You could hear him talking. The, the guy that I got, the guy that I was sitting with, was like, "Hey, that's Jones with the Giants. You think that's real?" And so I'm listening. I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's real." <laughs> like that's the that's the fun little things that we get out of that. Um, obviously, you got to be careful about reading too much into it. But the Lions will probably meet with. They won't meet with everybody, even though they're, they're given the opportunity to. There's just some players that they don't. They're not going to meet with. A quarterback. They're they're not meeting with JJ McCarthy. They don't have a need for a quarterback. I'd be, I'd be flabbergasted if they drafted a quarterback this year. But they might meet with like one of the late round guys to see home. He might go undrafted. Maybe we will want to sign him to the practice squad to be our number three guy just in case because they they have an opening for that. That that that's sort of where it's at. But uh, they the the players. It's tough on the players. They go through their medical examinations. It is a six to eight hour day of medical examinations the first day that they're there. And it's rigorous. A lot of the guys come out of it and they're sore because they're getting, you know, if, you, if you've had a knee problem in the past, they're going to twist your knee in ways that you didn't think was medically acceptable. Like they're trying to find all these things out. So it's, it's very stressful for that. For the Lions, they're looking at the medical 
things. They're, they're doing their interviews. They're trying to figure out, okay, is this guy, you know, does he have the football character that we want? Does he have the football intelligence that we want? Does he, does he see things the way, is he cut from our cloth, you know, to use their own phrase? And they, they're very good about that. They have a little system that they do with that. It's, uh, it's fun. It's, it's always interesting running, uh, running into the coaches when they're off the record. There was one time I was at the bar at the, the JW Marriott down there. It's called High Velocity. It's where everybody goes. Sitting there at about 1.15 in the morning, Bill Belichick walks in, giant smile on his face. I'm sitting with a group of Browns guys at the time. Um, came by. He, we didn't, he clearly didn't know any of us. Just put his hand on the table, smiling like, what's up, guys? Yeah, happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. Out drinking with buddies, having yeah, dinner, what, what, probably, right? What, yeah. what in the world was that? That was Bill Belichick being happy. How'd that happen? All right, so from <laughs> the combine, you then move into the free agent cycle, right. that yeah. March 11th, that second yeah. week of March there. Brad Holmes said publicly, and I don't know if it's a poker hand, hey, we're not going to spend a lot of money, be that active in free agency. What's your prediction on what Brad Holmes, Campbell, and the Lions will do in free agency come March? Believe Brad. They're not. They're not shopping for the big ticket guys. Uh, Khalil Mack not going to happen. Uh, Jalen Johnson probably not going to happen. Daniil Hunter going to want too much. Justin Matabuike, if the Ravens somehow let him get away, he's going to be out of their price range. That even though he'd be perfect, God, he'd be perfect. I, I think you're looking at the second tier guys. Guys like I brought up Shadobe Awuzie before as a cornerback. Probably not the sexiest name, but he's a guy who's got pretty good experience, got a good consistent track record of being a solid starting cornerback. If you can add that with Cam Sutton and then your first or second round draft pick, you might have something there. I think that's uh, offensive line. Again, I brought up Evan Brown, guy who went away for a year, free agent again. Wouldn't surprise me at all if they brought Evan Brown back to be their interior line depth, things like that. They do need... This again, we talked about this last week. They have two offensive tackles, period, on the roster right now Taylor Decker and Panay Sewell. They've got to get a third, they have to get a fourth. You're going to expect to see maybe a veteran, whether it's Dan Skipper coming back as a free agent or somebody who's, you know, uh, Chuck's Okafor, Okorafor from Western Michigan. Steelers decided they didn't want him anymore. So he's a guy that you might. Consider looking. I believe he's from Southfield, uh, you know, Detroit ties. That that's the kind of guy that they could be looking at as like their backup swing tackle. But I, I don't think you're going to be overwhelmed by the signings. It'll be like like Cam Sutton last year was probably the sixth to eighth corner on the market. They got him. Emmanuel Mosley was one notch above that. They got him. Didn't work out because he got hurt. You know, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, they paid $6.5 million for one year. I think that's the sort of free agency that you're going to see from this team. We'll, we'll learn about, believe it or not, going to the combine actually gives us a really good insight on the on who they're looking at in free agency because all the agents are down there, and agents love to talk. That's one of the, the fringe benefits of going down to Indianapolis is that the agents, they love to promote their guys. They love to, to have that buzz out there um, and – I like to think that I have a pretty good idea of when somebody's snowing me and when they're being straight with me. Um, I do get fooled from time to time. We all do. But that's that's where free agency really gets going, and you start to hear numbers and names to teams. So that that's another reason why it's such an important week to go down there. I had this idea after I saw the list of the players invited, including 18 Michigan players, that they really look like they're going for name schools more because it's a made-for-TV event 
I'm really surprised that they haven't come up with another made-for-TV event that would be the mid-majors, that would be the FCS guys, that would be D3, D2, NAIA, where you would have this NFL combine, but then maybe two weeks later, whatever it is, you would have another combine that would be all the other potential players where you could see Cinderella stories, where the NFL is getting the same data that they did at the combine, but maybe it's not all the head coaches and its scouts and some coordinators who go. I really think that would be appealing just keeping the shield and the brand going, especially with how deep they've gone in drafts to players from NAI schools. The, the, the smaller schools, they try to glom into the pro days. Like I've been to a Michigan pro day where there was a guy from Wayne State there. There was a guy from um, Ohio Northern there. But I'm D- saying D3 do your school. own made-for event where whether it's in Florida, uh, a lot of these guys are already working with Oh, yeah, they're, they're training down in Exos and IMG, absolutely. Right, right. And where yeah. you, maybe you do it in Florida and it's on TV and you got the NFL Network's carrying it or CBS Sports Network or Peacock, whatever it is. I, I think that would be appealing and it'd be more video for players. Not only to the NFL, but also with the what the XFL now has merged, right? With the USFL, is that it? It's the UFL coming back. Yeah, uh, that starts in late March. I will say this. How's that not NFL too? And they just... It and, will be. <laughs> and the teams all will have a team that will be their minor league team. It right? will. They're working towards that. It's in the future, but that's absolutely something that you can see happening down the line. His name is Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow both on Twitter, Facebook, online at Jeff R-I-S-D-O-N. He's also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can hear and see weekly on YouTube. One of our Lions NFL insiders be at the Combine. We'll talk more about the Combine after you get back. Uh, look ahead to free agency and also the NFL draft in Detroit. That will be a big month. Walking up to that thing. NFL never sleeps, baby. All right. Safe travels to the combine. Thank you so much. All right, Jeff Risden in studio. Again, you want to follow him on Twitter at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Sun, sun, sun. Fun, fun, fun. Sun, sun, sun. Let's go. Gotta go, everyone. Time for fun. Sail, cruise, key, relax. Everyone's making tracks. Michigan's most spectacular boat show cruises into DeVos Place. It's the Grand Rapids Boat Show, coming February 14th through 18th. Get that boat and get that deal. Check out over 400 boats. Spacious new family runabouts, ski and surf boats, fishing boats, center consoles, and deluxe pontoons. Great Lakes cruises and motor yachts to 40 feet. 
For a complete boat line listing and to plan your visit, go to grboatshow.com. Also, Tommy's Wake and Surf Shop. Plus, bring the family to see Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel. Register to win an HO Sports Hawaiian Island inflatable dock from Action Water Sports. No purchase necessary. That's only at the Grand Rapids Boat Show this Wednesday through Sunday, DeVos Place. grboatshow.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Final segment here on Hour 3 on this Thursday broadcast. Superfly Hayes, another stellar job today. I do have a reminder from my good friend Johnny Brand Sr. All the Brands Steakhouse and Grills have happy hours twice each day. Two times a day, you'll find a happy hour at your local Brands. Brands has locations in Bay City, Caledonia. You'll find a Brands in Holland, Brands in Granville, Johnny Brands location there. Brands in Wyoming at 44th and Division. Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown GR. Mike Brand Sr. has the Brands in Cascade. For the one close to you, go to Brands.com. And if you can't stop by and dine inside, always get your food on the fly at your local Brands. For the one close to where you live, go to Brands.com. Big. Bad. Huge.